So, good day to you, uh, beautiful souls. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome again to this week's edition of the Inside Out Effect podcast, the still now self-proclaimed uh, global number one global personal development podcast worldwide. I'm your host, Stephen Jakes, the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect, and also uh, creator of HealingTheMind.co.uk. And in this episode, uh, this is episode 27, again, due to circumstances beyond our control, we're coming to you in a different way, different from our usual setup. Uh, and this week, uh, we have what I believe will be a very special and exciting episode, uh, because today we have joining us uh, the positive health guru, aka the universal health guru, uh, Zoe Pudabrovny. And uh, Zoe's a marketable individual and uh, today she's going to share some of her experiences and some really great information uh, about what she does and her journey. But before, uh, just checking my notes, uh, but before we begin, I'd like to introduce my co-host, uh, my business partner, the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect, uh, the creator of the DTO system, the author of the book, Decoding Pain, the Emotional Blueprint to Healing, the chronic, healing chronic Pain, and also uh, the author of his brand new book, uh, The DTO Handbook. I would like to now introduce the Essex Enigma, the Wolf of Whittam, and the charismatic Jonathan Shaw. So hello, Jonathan, my friend. Over hey, to mate. How are you, my friend? How are you? Good to see you again. I'm very, I'm very well, mate. How are you doing? That was, that was a good well, introduction. Thank you. Awesome. I, I like... I like the Wolf of Witten. That's really good. I think that's, that, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not, but I quite like it. So, so that's good. Although people might now have the wrong idea of me, but that's okay. That's fine. I'm okay with that. We've all got the wrong idea of you, mate, but never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, no, um, yeah. So, uh, so obviously still over in Portugal. Um, yes. And so, um, how have you been? Are you enjoying yourself? And uh, what's been going on with you, mate? I mean, all good? Uh, well. Yeah, no, it's all good. Obviously, it's it, well, it, it is lovely and sunny today, but actually, past two days it's raining in Portugal, but that's okay. Um, but no, it's been um, interesting few weeks, different clients. I've actually uh, been treating a couple of people over here physically, uh, just friends of the family, of family and things. And uh, uh, I saw one lady yesterday, uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, and think, and she'd been, you know, seeing a chiropractor for a year trying to fix her back, and. Uh, She's having lower back pain and she put on what she thought was a bit of weight, but she couldn't understand why she'd done that. And she's getting shoulder pain and she'd been seeing this chiropractor for a year. And even the chiropractor was saying it's not working. And literally in the first session, I just showed her, you know, exactly, you know, it was the way she was standing. That was the problem. Uh, and that was crushing her back. And that was actually making her look like she'd put on weight when she really hadn't really put on weight. And I showed her how to correct that a little bit. Um, so I actually gave her some hope that she could actually get rid of this back pain. She's had this back pain for so long now. In fact, she's had it for 30 odd years all told, but it's got worse in the last year. So, so I've been doing that. I did that uh, a couple of days ago and um, uh, got to go to the beach the other day, which was lovely. Enjoyed that. Uh, it was a nice, like, nice to get out and, and go to a really beautiful beach. I'm not, and I get to swam in the ocean. I've never swam in the ocean before. So that was a real um, uh, new experience for me. And I got sunburnt. Uh, which was which was good, which is why I was ill for a day. I got sunburned. Um, uh, but apart from that, no, everything's good. It's been really good. How are you? Yeah, mate. Uh, to be quite honest, I mean, since the last podcast, uh, I uh, I've been working through something that's been quite a big thing, as you well know, because obviously we've been working through it together. 
Um, but uh, what I must say is that what I've been able to shift in the last two weeks has just been a game changer for me. Um, I mean, I have, I struggled for a couple of weeks and, um, and you know, it goes back to something from my past. And uh, so I've, uh, I've been working through that, working with you with it, switching it off. So uh, at the moment, I'm really, I'm in an amazing, I mean, I'm in an amazing place right now, to be perfectly honest. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, all good. Um, I've been, uh, obviously, been working with clients, um, just clearing up some uh, blocks from people, gaining or ascertaining the things that they want so they can progress going forward in life. Because it's not only, yeah. you know, the stuff from the past that causes us our problems, it's the things that we want moving forward. And so, you know, when we are moving forward or we have goals or aspirations, it's our sabotage that kicks in that stops us taking action or makes us feel we can't have it. So I've been clearing a lot of that with a few clients. Um, I've also had a couple of horrendous experiences with individuals, you know, that come to me. Um, one in particular was a, a young girl who went through a really bad time with uh, losing a child. And so um, I'm sort of working through that with her now. I haven't got with it completely, but made massive progress because this, this girl was in a really bad way. And uh, I've been able to really help this person in just a couple of, in a couple of sessions. So overall, it's been a really positive couple of weeks. Um, I've written the new jingle for the uh, introduction to the podcast, which I haven't told you about. So that's the first you're going to hear about this. So yeah, so I've written a new jingle. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Uh, I've got a new jingle to introduce our beginning. Of our, <laughs> uh, I've also, I don't know if I announced, but I did a, a lovely meditation track for people to listen to, which is going to be part of a program which uh, we're putting together. So I've also been working on the, this brand new uh, program that we're putting together called DTO Evolution. And DTO Evolution is yeah. going to be a, a, a six-month program where we take somebody from being where they are uh, which is, you know, being yeah, stuck, yeah. trapped, whatever. We're going to take them right the way through to six months, like a mentoring program. Um, I have had help from Zoe from this, because Zoe's done, which we'll talk about in a little while, but Zoe's done a lot of uh, coursework with some big names, um, Bob Proctor to do with, with, you know, with one of them. And so she's been able to give me a bit of guidance in how to put together the, the, the format. And obviously with my own experiences, and I've been able to, uh, put it together so it really flows along nicely. So I'm sort of about a third of the way through that, got the content and stuff to write. So that's been my main focus. And um, yeah, and uh, and so I'm just working, I've just been working through this thing that's that's come up for me, but um, but I'm obviously in a really, really great place. And uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah, so uh, a bit disappointed. I'm not gonna see my son for about a year. Um, fingers crossed that will change, but I don't think it's gonna happen. But, um, and uh, yeah, so I'm in a really good place. Someone reached out to me at the weekend, which got a big smile on my face. And uh, that was really, really great. So other than that, everything's really good, mate. I'm in a really great place, really, really great place. Good. Excellent, so, um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, so uh, also learning some new stuff as well. I mean, um, obviously that's why the more I do this uh, with individuals, the more I'm learning. And so my skill sets yeah. get bigger as well. So. It's all great. So, yeah, so that's been about it for me, really. Um, all positive, all good, and uh, very, very constructive. So, uh, with that, I suppose um, we should move on and uh, let us introduce our special guest, the positive health guru, aka the universal health guru. Sorry for the brief need. So, hello, Zoe. Uh, hello, Stephen. Hello, Jonathan. Thank you hello, for joining Zoe. us. And welcome to the podcast. Uh, this thank is, uh, you. 
27th episode. Now, Zoe, just so you don't know, Zoe is an elite, I like to call her an elite personal trainer. She's a dietary specialist. Uh, so, Zoe, uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently working on right now? I am going to do that. First, let me start by saying how extremely grateful I am that you've both uh, invited me on the podcast today. I'm just a little bit annoyed. It's podcast 27 and I wasn't there a little bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. I, I, I don't feel loved here. I'm not getting love. <laughs> and uh, no, I just need to apologise because my little dog keeps snoring. So if you can hear it in the background, it's not me. It's my dog. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. It's not you having a quick nap. <laughs> no, it's, it's not yeah, me. Just... Um, so <laughs> my name is Zoe Pedabrigny. Uh, good, uh, good try, Steve. Um, I, have I was going to say, you didn't quite get that, did you? So my surname in English, we would say Pedabrigny or Pedabrigny. It's from Ukraine, originates. Uh, my grandfather was from Ukraine, so that's where the uh, name comes from. But I am so, it's quite funny actually, because Stephen's calling me the positive health guru, and I'm like, the universal health guru. So that name only actually come about for me since I've started having the DTR, and I started on my journey with Stephen and you guys. So, so I've been in the health and fitness industry for 24 years i'm almost 39 and i started off like as a lifeguard when i was 16 and i progressed into the gym and then i became a personal trainer over the years it's just it's it's my huge passion it's what i've loved i've loved fitness since i was a little girl and it was just a natural progression for me you know sharing health and fitness with people you know um, improving people's lives you know because health is such an important thing to us so 24 years in and um, massive changes for me when my dog stops snoring. <laughs> so big changes for me with what I've been doing through the journey, which we're going to talk about in a little while. But yes, yeah, so health and fitness industry, 24 years. I'm also a Pilates instructor, a yoga teacher. I'm a nutritionist. I've, I'm a postural exercise specialist. So I've got a zillion qualifications under my belt. But uh, they would all be pretty, pretty meaningless now if I hadn't started having these sessions is all I'm going to say. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's, um, so yeah, so for your job right now is kind of, if you, if you were in a negative frame of mind, you'd kind of be feel stuck right now, not be able to move mm. forwards because obviously everything that's going on. Um, but obviously you don't seem in that frame of mind. You seem in a very positive frame of mind, very upbeat and you're very, like I'm moving forwards and I'm going to keep going and it's going to, you know, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Great. And I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> if I'm wrong, a lot of that's down to Steve. Yes. Great. So before we get into that, before we get into like your journey, uh, like for what's happened over the last, was it nine months you've worked with Steve now? Nine months. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into that, um, how did you, I, I, if you said, I don't think you said it, how did you get into the personal training and fitness? Why did you go into that? Why did you go into that in the first place? What, right, so, what put, um, got you into it? When I was younger, I just loved, it was like my little place. And I've realized now, as you know, we start to talk about the DTR a little bit later in this podcast, that I've realized very recently that for me, health and fitness, it was almost like an escape. It was my happy place. I didn't have the most happy childhood. Lots of stuff going on all around me, uh, you know, people, places, things, you know, it wasn't the greatest environment for me to grow up in a very nurturing environment. Therefore, I found something that I excelled in. I loved it. When I was moving my body, I literally felt a sense of freedom. I didn't feel trapped. I didn't feel stuck. I was happy. So I just loved to exercise. 
I pretty much started exercising at about the age of seven. That was, you know, after school sports, gymnastics. I had a scholarship at ballet school when I was about 10 for a couple of years and then I gave up on that. And the reason I actually got into personal training was because when I was a child, I absolutely loved swimming. Over the road from where I lived, there was a leisure center. And as soon as I was old enough to be allowed to cross the road by myself, I literally went over to the pool every day and I'd go there every day and just swim. And I went there so often that they actually used to let me in for free. The lifeguards would sneak me in through the turnstiles. I didn't even have to pay to go in. So I was like, oh, it's little Zoe, let her in. And I used to go every day. So when oh, I was leaving school, I literally was like, I need to work here because I know all the personal trainers, the gym instructors, the aerobics teachers. And to me, in that environment, health and fitness, everybody just seemed happy. Everybody was there you know, trying to achieve better health, working off their stress, whatever they were doing, everybody that was there, I never saw anyone in that environment that was unhappy to be there. So that was a real difference from, from me being at home with the upset that I grew up around um, and, you know, certain things that I experienced as I was growing up. So that was a place where I was just really happy because everybody was like this happy vibe and it was so positive that I was just so drawn to it and I was it just literally sucked me in I couldn't help it it was just a natural path I was going to follow yeah just I just want to add I think and I don't want to put a damper on it but I mean this is some of the things that we see and I'm not and I don't want to say that doing fitness and health isn't a bad thing but we do get caught up sometimes to use it as an avoidance technique I think a little bit when yeah. stuff when stuff isn't working for us or we're in a bad place or our life isn't working for us um, we get told that oh, by doing exercise, it heals and cures stuff. And to a degree, it's going to get you fit and stuff. But ultimately, it's just an avoidance. Uh, no different to drink or drugs or, you know, shopping or sex or whatever it will be. It is an avoidance thing. And I just sort of like made that correlation where you said, you know, it was very unhappy and it was your happy place. Mm. Where you went to to feel happy. But ultimately, that's an external thing. And and, you know, as we will reveal later on, again, I'm not trying to, you know, put a dampener on it. But if you're doing that, you should be in a happy place to do that, not using it as an excuse to be happy. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap. Um, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, because obviously, you know, I'm not telling people not to do it. But realistically, you want to get yourself into that happy place first. It's an avoidance technique. And, and if you're always in that place, you'll always be there and you'll always have to do that thing. But it's the intention for what you're doing. It is generally um incorrect it to be to, to to a certain extent so i just wanted to add that in because i see that a lot i see that a lot a lot with a lot of people and i fell into that trap i think yeah. we all fall into that trap i think at some point or other. Yeah, we all do at some point but that, that's that's kind of what i was going to say to you zoe is that um from the outside a lot of people you know apart from your childhood that you said was unhappy from everything you've just said and the way you your energy is and and being in that industry for a long time, they would think you probably got your life quite sorted and made. Uh, and you seem like, you know, you've obviously done courses, you've trained, so you're a go-getter, you're obviously intelligent, uh, you've been doing it a long time, so you must be successful at it. So people from the outside are going to look at that and go, well, what, what does she, what problems does she have? You know, you're beautiful, you're slim, you're toned, you've got a great smile, so you're intelligent, you've got all these things going for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got all these things going for you, so someone on the outside is going to say, well, why would you need to see someone like Stephen? Why, yeah. why would you need uh, help? Okay. Or why would you have done, tried to do all these courses to get help if you are this successful already mm -hmm. and you are 
you know, this good in your life, why did you actually need to see Steve in the first place? Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, shall I, shall I go back to how I kind of came to being introduced to Stephen in the first place? Is, is, yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm unclear because I'm a chat no, box. <laughs> no, that's what, if that's where it starts, then if it starts yeah. where you met him, um, so, I, I didn't so sorry, you... I'll, if I jump back to what you just said though, so for me, I, I'm happy, I'm smiley, I seem like I'm full of energy. You know, I'm like this because I've been on a journey with Stephen now for nine months doing the DTO. I have been, since I was a little girl, one of those people, if something went wrong in my life or I experienced something that was negative, you know, I, I was taught or taught myself, however we look at this, you know, how you'll explain how this works later, whether it be through other people's influence or, or how I chose to deal with things myself due to the program that, programming that was, you know, given to me, I literally, if something was negative and it was unhappy, it was sad, um, and it, it gave me any form of a negative emotion, I just learned to bury it, get up, dust myself off, start again. I'm really strong, I can do it, I'm motivated, yeah, I'm on it, you know, and I kept going and going and going. But my whole life, I literally have buried it. And I bury it so well that everybody else looks at me and go, oh, she's always smiling no matter what goes on. And there's actually a lot of sadness behind my smile. Well, there was, but there isn't any more. But there was a lot. And half of it, I didn't even know it was there. Well, most of it, I didn't even know it was there because I became so used to smiling and being so positive and being in that motivated, energetic, positive environment that others found to be positive, that I believed my own life, that I was happy and I was motivated and I was positive. I actually believed it for so many years. And now I know it was like literally a mere illusion for me, basically. Yeah. So, so what, how did you then, so I, I think that's true for a lot of people. I think a lot of people do exactly the same thing. They suppress their emotions. They have no idea what's wrong. They have no idea that anything is wrong uh, and, until something happens. So what happened for you that made you go, oh my God, there's something wrong and I need some kind of help? Because Steve's not the first person you went to. So from what you said, you've done lots of personal self-development. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got into a lot of self-development a couple of years ago. And, you know, I follow, you know, everybody knows who Bob Proctor is. He's actually one of my mentors as well. And I follow all of his work. I'm actually partnered up with his wife, Linda Proctor. So I also work alongside Linda Proctor. And I have another team of mentors that I got involved with a couple of years ago. And that's kind of, I was very, very unhappy. I was in an unhappy relationship. I was in debt. I had my little personal training studio open. It, it wasn't as successful, was it? Well, I was successful as in I was busy and booked out with clients because I'm very good at what I do and people wanted to train with me. But I literally was there seven days a week seeing five or six clients a day because I was so unhappy I didn't want to go home. Mm. You know, again, I was, I was losing myself in the thing that I love doing to distract myself. And... Although I was introduced to all these amazing people and mentors and these powerful self-development programs, what was happening is I couldn't kind of literally tap into how they was working because I had a lot of stuff running inside of me that I didn't know was there. So I was following all of this self-development and it actually, I was, I was reading it, I was watching it, I was absorbing it, I was around all these positive people that were doing it and I, I was kind of taking it in 
and I could tell everybody else how to do it, but I couldn't, I couldn't do it for myself. It was almost like I was blocked from performing these steps that people say you take to create this life that you truly desire. So I'm like, right, I'm going to do this because I've always been chasing something my whole life, or should I say running away from my reality? But I thought, yeah, I'm going to get that and it's going to make me happy. But I now know I was running away from me and being unhappy, being sad and all of that stuff. So I'd kind of, when I was doing all of this, I was really enjoying it. I was putting so much time and effort into doing it. And it actually, I just couldn't seem to put it into practice like these other people around me. And I was thinking like, you know, it's working for them. It's not working for me. So I kind of withdrew from it a little bit. And um, then I thought, oh, this is not working for me. So I kind of went back to not doing it. And I went to visit a friend one day, just randomly was driving past her house, said, are you in? I'm going to come in for a cup of tea. And when I went in to see her, I asked how she was, how her husband was, how her children were. And she basically said that her son was going for a bit of a crap time. And I was like, oh, you know, that's not like him. Because again, like me, happy, positive. Everybody sees him as this person that's always doing well at work, got loads of friends, you know, always positive. So I was quite shocked to hear that he was having a bit of a bad time. And she went, oh, it was really, really bad. And I was like, oh, you know, how was he now? She went, he's absolutely fantastic. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Like, what did he do? She went, well, I met this guy called Stephen Jakes at a network event. And um, he went along for a session. I'm not sure exactly what he did, but whatever he did, it worked. And it was literally just like magic. He came home and his whole, everything had changed. He'd gone from being down there to up there. And I was like, I didn't ask what was going on with him because I'm not a nosy person. I don't pry into people's personal business. But to hear that he was really down was very unusual. And then to hear that he'd made this real, you know, complete 360 turn around to being really positive and happy again. Um, and even being better than he ever was before. I was like, oh, this sounds really good. I want a bit of this because remember, I, I don't realize, but I'm, I'm searching for happiness. I'm searching for, for that little fairy tale that I thought existed when I was a little girl and I still hadn't found it. So I was like, I want a bit of this. He's, he's happy. I, I want some of that. I want to be happy. So I just said, oh, give me his number. I wonder if he can help me. She went, well, I don't know exactly what it is he does, but I'm sure he can get in touch. So I messaged Stephen and I felt a little bit ashamed actually because I wasn't the, a person who was on the brink of despair thinking, oh no, my life's over, this is so terrible. I was just thinking, oh, my life's, I'm doing all this, I'm doing all this, but I'm not getting where I want to go. And I don't feel good about that. That's making me feel really crap. So I was literally stuck, but I didn't know it at the time. So I rung Stephen, oh, sorry, messaged him first of all, and just said, you know, my friend gave me your number, this is who they are. Hope you don't mind me getting in touch. I wonder if you can help me. He said, give me a ring. And then he said, well, you know, what can I help you with? What, what's going on for you? And when I explained, he said, yeah, I can help you. And I was like, oh, what's he going to do? Like, I, I didn't kind of understand anything. I was just like, when he said he could help me, I believed it because someone else had told me that is a very good friend of mine. She isn't going to make something up. So what she told me, I took it as in like 100%, whatever this guy does works. Someone went from being miserable and unhappy and going downwards on a downward spiral and all of a sudden they were happy and they were going up and I was like, I need a bit of this. Maybe, maybe this guy is the person that can help me 
get out of whatever situation. I didn't even know what situation I was in. And maybe Stephen was the person to help me. So he said, I'm free this afternoon if you want to come along. So I literally went along, uh, had a chat with him before the session started. And we figured out that I was feeling stuck in life, which sounds a bit to me like a bit, what do you mean I'm stuck? I didn't quite, I, I didn't get the concept of it. I was like, I'm not stuck, you know, I, I didn't. What he told me, I was like, no, I'm not. It was almost like I was in denial because I didn't know that I was stuck. If I knew I was stuck, I would have been able to find a way out, but I didn't. So, you know, we all need a bit of help sometimes and we shouldn't feel ashamed to ask. And I actually, because I didn't feel like I was in the depths of despair, I actually felt embarrassed to reach out and ask for help or tell anyone I was getting help because I felt it made me feel weak. I felt humiliated by it. Uh, and I just felt like for me, the person who's always walking around with the positive smile and the energy, that was a, I was going to feel a little bit embarrassed because what would these people think? Because I'm meant to be the person that's motivating them to make these positive changes in their life. So I all of a sudden felt really uh, vulnerable is my, I think is the word I'm looking for. The fact that I felt that I needed help, but I definitely needed something because I wasn't happy and I wasn't moving forward in life. Can I just yes, say, sir, hang sir. on, John, can I just say, because I mean, also, though, in that first session that we did, obviously, I do around about two to two and a half hours yeah. about how the brain develops and how it works and how we store our problems and store of our information. And you had already had a good take on how the subconscious mind works and yes. where we store all of our problems. Mm -hmm. And so um, just elaborate a little bit more on your experience of that and how that sort of resonated with you you know yeah. during that process because i point out quite a, point out quite a lot of things in yeah. the first few hours which mm -hmm. is really uncomfortable for a lot of people because mm. um they most people think they've got a take on their life and they need to realize that actually when i've shown them that they're like oh, my god you know yeah. so um so what's your so so you know just elaborate on that for me a little bit or tell the people watching a little yeah. bit. Okay, so so in the first session, so when I came along, Stephen obviously asked me a bit about myself. Then he told me his background, like how and why he got into doing this and why this was his passion and why he was helping people, which straight away I was like, I like this guy, you know. Like for me, Stephen's intention and yours as well, Jonathan, is you do what you do to add value to other people's lives and help them. And that's a really wonderful thing. So, and, and this is a really special thing. I'm just going to say it to everybody who's watching, you know, this is something that everybody should, even if people think, oh, I'm all right, everybody should try this. Even if you just try it once, you've got to try it because, you know, it's really changed my life. So when I came along and Stephen said, right, I'm going to talk to you about how the brain works and how we store stuff. So we've obviously got our conscious, our thinking mind and our subconscious mind, which is our emotional mind, if I'm not i'm correct right yeah so i'd been studying a lot about the subconscious mind anyway because that's quite prominent in self-development how we store negative thoughts blocks uh self-limiting beliefs and stuff like that so because i've been in the fitness industry i have always been aware mental health your the state of your mental health is very important as opposed to just physical health so for me it's all about physical, mental and spiritual health, like on a holistic level, everything needs to be in balance. And 
a lot of people will come along to you, both of you guys, and um, when you give the talk about the brain, it could feel quite intense to some people, and maybe even, I remember you saying to me, because you wasn't quite sure of the knowledge that I had on that before I met you, I told you a bit about my background, but not that much, so... I remember Stephen saying, look, this thing that I'm going to talk about now, it's going to take me about 55 minutes. Stick with me. You may get bored at some points and your mind may wonder. You might just think about things, hear a noise, but, but please concentrate. And even if you get lost, just come back to it because it's all going to make sense, like how this process works. So for me, the minute he started explaining, I was just sitting there, I was like, wow, I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I was just completely blown away because... If what Stephen said was true, this was the answer to me being happy. This was the answer to me just achieving everything I wanted to achieve in life. Everything that I've been searching for. It's like you guys have just got the key. You put it in, you open the door, voila, everybody's got a new happy life. Yeah, if, if, if they stick with this program. It's not a quick fix. It's a program of transformation, which is why I'm so glad you guys are going to be doing you know a six-month program because this isn't this is something that you need to commit to and I'm I'm big in this you must commit to we we have one life we have one body you know my body for me I have this body from the day I'm born until the day I die and literally I do everything I can physically to look after it exercise nutritious food I don't smoke I don't drink I don't take drugs so I look after myself and the thought that we can look after our mind like this, that's just, that, that's the rest of the puzzle. That's what we need to do. Because like Stephen said earlier, he touched on, it's not just about going to the gym, get, getting fit. Yeah, it makes you look a bit slimmer. You look a bit better, but your, 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 um, your, what's emotional it Emotional health. Emotional health. Sorry. That's it. Your emotional health is so important. Because this is the key to sticking with everything. You know, like when people quit exercise and stuff. It's not because they have obesity in their genes and it's genetic. I've never believed in all that stuff, even before I was introduced to this. It's more often than not, they've got emotional stuff going on. So they can't commit to, to creating those changes in their life, whatever they be, because they've got stuff going on, stuff stored away. So finding out about the brain on that day, sorry, I've, I'm, I'm quite excited to be on here today so um i'm going that's a little right, you back carry and on. Talk, but, uh, you carry on i've been waiting for 27 podcasts to get on that's why so when i started hearing for somebody who has been in self-development so i urge whoever is out here i'm going to be sharing this on my social media anybody that's into self-development you know, you understand the correlation between the conscious and the subconscious mind and how the body is a manifestation of the mind, how disease and illness, you know, stems from, you know, emotional health triggers and blocks self-limiting beliefs. And that manifests in disease and illness in your body. So when, I, when you were telling me about how the brain worked, I, I, I understood a bit of it because I know about the conscious and the subconscious, but, but, but you were introducing me to ideas and concepts about the brain that I didn't quite know before. And from start to finish, he was like, did you take note of that? And I was like, that was fantastic. I felt like I'd just gone to like some Hollywood movie and found out about like the most amazing thing in the world. And I was going to the premiere. It was just brilliant. So for me, because I 
love learning about the body. You know, that is my passion, the body, whether it's the body, the physical, the mental health, the spiritual health. That's what I love. So I was very, I was captured by it. I was completely, my eyes were on it. My brain was open. I was listening and I took it all in. And all I'm going to say is from that first day that I met you and you explained how it works, I thought, this makes sense what he's saying, because I've already learned this, this, and this about how the mind works. So this has got to work. And if this works, this has got to be the most powerful thing that kind of exists on the planet. Because if you've got the ability to do this for people, anything is possible, like infinite possibility. It, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I'll so, finish talking now. That's all right. You're doing great. So, <laughs> so um, I want to just get back to one thing you mentioned earlier on before I ask you a quick question. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people are like you. So me and Stephen, when we give our talks, we're always, um, I always mention this, that there are normally two types of people in life. There's the Stephen person where there's complete trauma in their life. They've been traumatized left, right, uh -huh. and center and loads of shit happened to them and they know they're traumatized and they need help. And there's people like you and me who have a good life. Uh, we haven't had lots of trauma in our life. Um, I didn't have lots of trauma and we almost feel ashamed, embarrassed that we sometimes needed help. Uh, that we had these issues because we didn't really have any reason to have issues. Mm. So there's normally two people and it's always good for people who really didn't have that many issues or life was quite good to actually say, well, actually, no, you still need it. Even though everything's good, you still do need it. So that's really good. Um, but the other thing is you mentioned that you, um, you've done a lot of personal development. Steve told you all this stuff about the brain. You understood it. But what was your reaction when he said to you, you can actually switch stuff off? When he said I can switch it off, what was your reaction? What was well, your I've got to be honest. The minute I met Stephen, he's got a huge personality. He's got great energy. So I was very drawn like, to Stephen. So whatever Stephen was saying, so uh, like, I, I was, I was going to go with what he was saying. I wasn't going to distrust him and think he, he was making stuff up, as we say, making things up. Um, Everything that he said, I believe to be true because before I even rung Stephen, I wanted what he was saying to be true because I wanted help. And I didn't know, like I had all, the, all this stuff that's come out now that we've cleared. I didn't even know this stuff affected me anymore. I, I, I never even dreamed it would be affecting my life. Or, you know, I'll be 39 next month. I didn't even dream it would still be affecting my life. And so for me, sorry. Jonathan. So, so even though you'd learned that the unconscious mind stores all these things, you still didn't realise that your past traumas were affecting your life? No, I, I kind of thought, oh, I've got over them, I've got over them, as right. we all do, because most of us, we're delusional. Pretty much everybody yeah. is pretty no, delusional. John, John, can I just say, yeah. just, I'm just going to point this out. You've got to remember, time is a great healer. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, I forgot <laughs> that one. Sorry yeah, about that, but I don't really need to laugh. No, remember, time isn't that. a healer. No, and remember this. over your wound just gets more and more sticky and more stuck to you, and, and, and yeah. it's just stuck there. Yeah, and also, but also remember this, is if you don't think about it, then you've dealt with your problem. It's gone. Hmm. If I don't yeah. think about it and, uh, and forget about it, then... Yeah, definitely. If, if, if when someone says something bad happens, you know, oh, I'm burst into tears or get really angry, like you appear to be angry, you think that it's gone, but it's not gone. It's not, I no, now so, understand that. Right. Yeah. So when, um, the... sorry, when but... Stephen had basically said like how this works and what it could do, I was like, I, I wanted to believe him because I wanted this to work because I, I didn't know what I was looking for. 
I now know what I was looking for. I wanted to be happy because I haven't been happy my whole life. I'm happy now. But I just thought if this, if this works, I was going to believe him and I was just going to give it a try, you know, and I'm a very honest person. If it didn't work, I would, you know, I would not be here today and I wouldn't have made all these changes in my life as well. So I believed it was going to work. But at the same time, I was like, oh my God, like seriously, I thought it was like all my birthdays and Christmases and one, I was like, if this is going to work, oh my God, it's going to work. If it works, this is amazing. I actually couldn't believe that someone had the, the sorry, ability to do this. I couldn't believe it, you know, because I've been doing all this self-development and I was following all these systems that, that were put in place and even though they were great and I was feeling better, something would happen and it would knock me back. And then that stuff that I'd learned, it wasn't working for me. And I now know it's because of my self-limiting beliefs and blocks that I had, which were sabotaging what I was trying to do. You know, self-development is brilliant and it introduces so many positive things into your life. You know, some people have never had a positive way of thinking. They've never been taught a positive way to live. And this can go on like from a really early age. So when you delve into positive development, it's actually introduces you to things that are actually really, really good for you and can be fantastic. But the key is getting rid of these things that are blocking us because yeah. whatever you do, it's not actually going to work otherwise. It's yeah, not going to work. I think, I think the other thing as well is what most people don't realise is as well is that ultimately people spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds yeah. going from course to watching YouTube, doing all of this stuff. charged. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so, but, but what generally happens is, is that they, they, they buy into the dream and then as they start doing it and moving on, all of a sudden the sabotage will kick in. And I don't care what anybody says. If, you're, if you set out on a specific journey, whatever it is, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a course, whether it's anything in your life, whether it's going to the gym, um, how many people this year said at the beginning of the year they were going to change their life and they're going to sign up to the gym? And I'm literally just going to give you a, a, a fact here that's proven. 2% of people that have an annual gym membership actually use the gym. Yeah, and they've uh, always uh, got the intention of going. They never cancel it, but they yeah, never but, go. 2% of people. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. because the sabotage kicks in. Because actually, yeah. it's not the, the thing that they think that's going to make them happy, isn't it? It's the sabotage that kicks in now if you remove that sabotage or the things that the underlying problems from our past and our beliefs then all of a sudden you now start going to the gym and you're doing it without even thinking about it now i can yeah. say that personally because this year i for the first time in many for a long long time i started regularly going to the gym uh with my with my friend uh, unfortunately that's all shut down because of whatever but regardless of the fact is now is that I would sabotage the hell out of that. I always had an excuse and a reason not to do it. And there was always something more important to do that. The key element here is doesn't matter what courses that we get sold or what dreams we get given or you could have this and this could be your life. And I see so many of these inspirational speakers and talkers and all these, you know, these life development gurus that in theory, what their programs will actually achieve the goal that you're looking for. But unless you've removed all of that stuff that sabotages it, you're just going to drop out one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. Or in some cases, you might get all the way there. But if you have a limiting belief or feel guilty for having the thing that you want, you'll just shut it down and then you'll yeah. go back to square Definitely. one. Yeah. That's really yeah. important for people to get that if you're not achieving anything in your life or you're not, or you keep falling out of things or it's not working for you or it's not 
because of you it's because of what's stored in your subconscious yes sabotages it and creates and sacrifices the thing that you're trying to achieve and mm-hmm. that's where yeah. i think where you were so and uh, where yeah. many people are so you're absolutely right steve exactly what we're always trying to explain to people and tell people and i'm constantly trying to do that to people um so so and it, it's it's funny that you know that even people in the personal development which one made a point of it a minute ago zari even people in the personal development still do not get this um but uh what what i want to ask you so you you felt stuck in life you've done all this personal development you met steve and what has been your experience in the last nine months having worked with steve for nine months what is now your experience of where you are what your life is and and how you how you're feeling right so in the beginning when we started like my first session we had the chat about the brain we did my first session and i was like oh he's you know i was thinking you needed to like cut my brain open and take something out or something because i was thinking surely <laughs> this can't work oh my god this is too amazing so anyway i had the first session and after he was like how do you feel and i was like oh is that it is it done he went yep yeah. and I, I i literally went out skipping and dancing i was thinking oh i feel really really good and he said to me you know when we start doing this because i didn't go there with a specific problem as in uh you know i'm frightened of public speaking i'm nervous to leave my house i want to give up smoking or i've got an addiction or i wake up in the morning and i cry and i'm really depressed like so i didn't knowingly i just felt like i wasn't moving where i wanted to move in life and i couldn't understand why and if i sorry i'm just going to skip back a bit and explain so when i'd met Stephen, i'd been out of a relationship a six-year relationship that i'd been in for probably along the lines for about nine months when i met steve so i'd left an unhappy relationship and it wasn't because i regretted leaving the relationship it was the best thing i ever did but i didn't understand why i still wasn't happy when i left the relationship because i was free now not because i wanted to go meet someone else i just i should have been happy when that stressful relationship that was wrong for me i removed myself from it but i wasn't I couldn't work that out. I had about 18,000 pounds worth of debt. I'd never had debt in my life. That all kind of built up when I was in that relationship. So when I left, I was quite angry because now I've got 18,000 pounds worth of debt. I literally worked really hard, paid it all back. I paid the debt back, still wasn't happy. I had all these things, right, I want to get my, you know, my health and fitness. I'm going to do it all online because, you know, I feel like I've got so much to share and I've got such a huge passion and great knowledge in what I do. And I'm very good at it. And I, I want to help a lot of, I don't want to help 10 people that live down the road. I want to be helping millions of people all over the world. That's my vision. It's huge. And I had the vision, but I was like, why am I not taking steps to step towards it? I wouldn't even do like an Instagram post or a Facebook live because I was obviously sabotaging it all. So I didn't know why I couldn't move forward. So when I got to Steve, we did the thing about the brain. We had the first session. I'm thinking, God, is that how it works? And he said, how do you feel after? And I went, oh, really good. I said, oh, my, my brain feels a bit like empty. And he said, yeah, because something's just kind of gone. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. I'll be back to see you next week then. I'll have a bit more of that. Because when Stephen said to me, commit to your first four or five sessions, after this you know do another four commit to them maybe on a weekly basis and we can really start you know getting into removing what's 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 stopping you from moving forward in life basically and so i came back the following week did another session then i did another session each time i had a session we kind of um 
things were kind of coming up for me that I didn't even know. I didn't even remember they happened in my life. And all of a sudden I was popping up in my memory, things from childhood, things from previous relationships throughout my whole life that I'd thought I'd forgotten about, but clearly I'd buried them because they were still in there. And I didn't quite understand that concept of what I'd buried away inside before, you know, like the core of the onion and we've got all these layers and things that we add to it in life. So Stephen, remove one layer and then something else popped up and I thought why is that popped into my mind so when I went back the following week he said how are you feeling how's your week been I was like well well this kind of happened or this upset me or someone called me and then they said that word and it annoyed me he said oh you've been triggered and I, I, I still couldn't kind of work out how it was all working but I knew I felt better I felt better for doing the session so after that first four or five sessions what started coming up for me was um Although I felt better after each session, I, I felt lighter and I felt happier. But what was happening for me is more and more stuff that I'd hidden away all of a sudden popped up because it's like, right, you've got to get rid of me now. You, you want to go where you're going in life. You, you're going to get rid of this now. This is the next thing. So we go back, get rid of the next thing. And then what happened was I had a, I've been suffering with terrible migraines since I was 14 years old. And they literally are horrific. I will lay in bed for five days and be in excruciating pain. I'll be nauseous because the pain's so bad. I will literally, excuse me, I'll be throwing up everything. I, I, I'm just so ill. People offer to come around my house, get my shopping, walk my dog because I'm so ill. I cannot get out of bed. And I never quite understood. And what was happening is as we were doing these sessions, we started then working on the emotional trauma and the emotional triggers that, that I'd created throughout my life that were actually the cause of my migraines. And I'm like, wow, this is how this is working. So a few sessions later, all of a sudden, no migraine. I haven't had a migraine since. Everybody that knows me knows I've suffered with them for 25 years. I never get migraines. And it's just, it's just powerful. So we continued, my migraines went, that, that was a massive thing for me because they debilitated me. I couldn't work, I couldn't function. So they went, I slowly started thinking about who was around me, like, is that person positive? And I wasn't thinking, oh, I don't wanna to talk to that friend anymore, I don't wanna be around that person, but I just naturally started caring, about the, caring more about the environment that I was in. And I was taking better care of myself. And, you know, if I was tired, I'd rest. I was listening to myself. I was caring about myself more. I'd always put everyone else before me my whole life. Everybody was before me uh, to my own detriment. Even if it caused me ill health, I'd put someone else first. And all of a sudden, I started wanting to do things for me. And I learned to say no to people. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, I said no to someone. I can never say no to anybody. Yeah, I was so, just about to I was just yeah. about to say though, because like during the process we work um, and through the, the I, what we do is we, and I say this a lot, is we make things okay that aren't okay. Mm. And once I exposed that or exposed that to you, if that's the right word, you then realised in that instant that's what you were doing and that's yeah. what was causing all of your problem. Yeah. The other thing as well, which I just wanted to bring up, was you used to get lots of fear aches and we got rid yeah. of those as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. I, I literally, every time I'd go out and it's cold, I'd, I'd get an earache in my left ear. Every time I walk my dog, I'd go, oh, I've got an earache and I'd have to go home. I'm into real natural health, so I don't like to take any medication. 
But if I'm in pain and I have a migraine, I have an earache, I will take some form of painkiller, you know. Um, so it, I, I don't get migraines and I don't get earaches anymore. Yeah. Okay. So, so quite a bit has changed. Yeah. Uh, your, your physical symptoms have gone, mm -hmm. which is fantastic because a lot of people, so you, a minute ago you said you didn't think anything was wrong, but you've got these physical symptoms. So you obviously didn't see that as something being wrong. That always baffles me. I, I was a walking, talking disaster time. and I never even knew it. <laughs> no, it's people, people say, oh, I'm okay. They've got all these physical symptoms going on because they just normalise it and make it okay. I'm like, yeah. how is that okay if you've got migraines? Um, but, but, well, okay, well, the so great thing was for me, it was like I'd always been told, my mum said, yeah, I get migraines, your nan gets migraines. Now, I'm not a believer in things being hereditary. Some people get angry with me when I say that. Um, you know, Pete, a lot of my clients that come and see me, um, when they say, well, I've got this, but it runs in the family, I'm like, oh, hold on a minute, let's, let's have a chat about that. And they, they, they can get a little bit annoyed about it when you're honest with them. But I yeah. actually, because I've been told since I was 14 that the migraine was hereditary, I actually believe that the migraines were hereditary and I didn't believe anything else was. Yeah, I mean, that's, exactly. the, that's, that's the one thing that I've learned is that one thing I've learned since doing this, and obviously with Jonathan's guidance, is that all physical symptoms when illnesses are caused yeah. from your mind hmm. um and once i've learned that i mean i've said this in other podcasts i mean your migraines your ear aches i mean mm -hmm. just if you actually go to ear last week you was meant to be on the podcast and you had a really bad earache when i phoned you up and said to you uh right you're ready to do the podcast you're like oh god you're virtually in tears yeah, it was great i was literally crying in pain because uh something emotional came up for me my dad passed away a couple of years ago and um something triggered me i don't know whether it was listening to a song i don't know what seeing his picture something happened and i just rung steve went oh what if we get my dad i can't stop crying he went okay we need to switch that off here and i'm like okay yeah 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 and then my ear as we my ear started hurting so i was yeah i was meant to be on the podcast last week but i was in really bad pain because i had something emotional going on yeah yeah, and what I was going to say is it actually only took about 45 minutes to take you from being an excruciating earache to literally it gone. Yeah. And so most people would have gone, most people would have gone to the doctors for that and got some sort of yeah. whatever to, 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 to get rid of it. But well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a laugh here. I've, I've actually got a friend, a really good friend of mine. He's a lovely guy and he's actually a doctor. And I was getting this earache and it's, it's like a stabbing pain right down inside my ear. It's really horrible. In my left, it's always in my left ear. And I remember about, um, I think it was even before I met you. And I remember saying to him, oh, when I, uh, you know, went to see him for an appointment, I just said, can you take a look in my ear with your little light ear thingy, Jiggy? Because I've got something going on with my ear. And I thought I had maybe some sort of ear infection. And I, I've never had like a blocked ear, you know, where people have the build up in there and they have to get the syringed out and stuff. I was thinking, oh, is something weird going on with my ear? I'd, ne I'd never had anything like that before. And he said, oh, it's eczema in your ear. And when he's shone, he's light in there. And said, right, just down inside, there was all inflamed, flaky skin. And he said, it's eczema in your ears. And I always get it like, oh, well, dig behind my ears, in my eyebrows as well. So, yeah, I suffer quite badly with it. And it gets really painful when it's in the ears. Yeah. So, yeah. But I now know that's not actually what it is. That's the that's the problem. The doctor diagnosed the symptom, not the cause of yeah. the problem. So, And that's yeah. what they do constantly, diagnose a symptom 
So you then go away and you have another reason why you're in pain. Mm -hmm. And so you were diagnosed with it being hereditary for your migraines. The ears were uh, uh, eczema, which you can't do anything about. And now you're stuck as a victim and you can't solve it. And that's why I see all the time with people with physical symptoms. It's just complete nonsense, but people just, they don't Mm -hmm. know it. But apart from that, so you've done all, so now you've done all this clearing. It's been nine months. Your physical symptoms have changed. Where are you now emotionally and in your mindset compared to where you were and what you want to do move forwards? So for me now, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life right? The happiest. I've realized now that for the last, I'm almost 39, for the last 39 years, I haven't been happy. I've never been truly happy. I, mm. I, I told myself I was and other people gave me the impression I was because they told me I was happy because I had to be because I was always smiling and getting on with life. I wasn't happy. I am happy, really like unbelievably happy. Like, I, I can't thank you guys enough. Like this, this stuff is genius. And I, yeah, I will be eternally grateful that I, you know, got onto this program with you and I started doing this. And also I'm, I'm really proud of myself to commit into it because this is what this needs if you're really going to make a change. So for me now, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And every time we do a session, I'm addicted to sessions, by the way, it's a really good addiction to have though, because I, I just get buzzing because I think when something comes up, I think, right, get rid of that. When I get rid of that, oh, I'm going to be literally, we laughed about this the other day, unstoppable. I'm just going to, whatever I want in life, I'm going to go achieve it because I believe I can do it now. I mm. believe I can go get that fairy tale, that happy, whatever it is I want to achieve in life. I now know getting rid of all this stuff, it allows me to move closer to my goal each time we clear something, each time we have a session. So every time I have a session now, I've been through the getting rid of the migraines. I've been through the things that come up that were maybe upsetting that I forgot even happened in my life. All of that stuff has passed now. And it's almost like I flow in a session. It it just, it it is so easy for me to do it. And every time I leave, I'm happier every day. I, I couldn't possibly believe that I could be happier than I feel today. But I know when we do the next session, I'll wake up the next morning. I'll go, oh my God, I'm even happier. It's shocking because I didn't know how I feel inside. Honestly, how I feel, I'm getting really excitable saying because I want people to take note and listen. How I feel now, if I could share, if I could bottle it up and share it with people, I would. Because I know some people are reluctant to try through whatever reason to, to, to come and help themselves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, be happier, be better. So I'm happier. I literally went from, so just before I met Stephen, when I come out of that long-term relationship, I was feeling really crap. I had my personal training studio open and I was working like a dog around the clock. And, you know, I worked so hard that I didn't even have time to exercise myself because I had to, I had the business, I had to keep it running because I needed money, I needed to survive, I needed to pay my bills and all this stuff. So I kept going and going and going. I was running myself into the ground. I had no energy. I, migraines were just becoming... I we was came your way, John. I yeah. was literally having a four or five day migraine, I'd say twice a month. You know, that's, that's just wow. ridiculous. So it, it was yeah, really frequent. And I... 
now today, I was, I was literally getting to the point where I was never going to give up on my health and fitness and what I did, but I was starting to lose belief in the fact that I was ever going to be, I didn't understand that I, I was really unhappy at the time, but I was starting, whatever was going on internally inside of me, it was me telling myself that this is as good as life gets. What everybody says life is, yeah, this is the way it is, you do this, you do that, this is life. We all hate our jobs, we all get married to someone, we all have a couple of kids, this is, you know, the life, whatever it is, we all have jobs that we're not passionate about because we've got to pay our bills. I started actually to believe that what I thought when I was a little girl, this life that I wanted, I'd been dampened so, my light had been dampened by so many people over the years that I actually got to the point well, when I come out of that relationship, just before I met Stephen, I had, I said, I'm done. That one done me. Like, I have no energy left. I can't be bothered anymore. So my dreams of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to help people with what I do, which is also, you know, a gift to people, helping people become healthy. Um, my dream of helping all these people, that just got smaller and smaller and smaller. And I wasn't able to step towards it anymore because I, I'd given up trying. I didn't have the energy. I couldn't be bothered. I, I didn't want to fail again. I didn't want to quit again. And I didn't, I didn't want to not, not, not achieve it. I didn't want to do it again. I, I got frightened to start moving forward. So today, where am I? I'm full of energy. I'm happy. I am literally about a week away from launching my own online health and fitness portal where I'm going to be sharing exercise, nutrition, mentoring self-development and spirituality um on top of some things i'm going to be doing with you guys so my life has just gone oh it's just ready to explode it's so exciting it's happy and, and you know what i get up in the morning and i literally jump out of bed because i've set myself a goal now and i know every day i step towards that goal it's coming closer to me every time i have a session and i clear some of the crap away it's there it's you know it's there for the taking what i want in life i can go and get it and i have every belief that i can achieve it and it's all thanks to me doing the dto because i would have now if i think where i was nine months ago i'd have just been beaten down by now i i'd, I'd have you know i'm not saying it in a in a place where i would have you know life's not worth living not like that i'm not a person that thinks like that but you know but some people do but for me i got to a place where I just couldn't be bothered anymore. I'd had enough. I was tired and I was like, oh God, I'll be 40 in a couple of years and I, I've just had enough now. Yes. And it got to that point where I, I wasn't going to try anymore. I couldn't it's be right. bothered. You, got, you probably reached a point where you'd given up on your dreams and aspirations and the yeah. things that you think just, you could have had and things that think you yeah. wanted were, 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 were unachievable. Mm, and yeah. so the other thing that I'm, I want to point out really is that although we spent a lot of time, which I pointed out to you, which I tell everybody, it's all your past crap, all your life's experiences that you, that, 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 see where you are right now is based on all, where you are and who you are right now is based on everything you are up from now, going back to the time you were born. And where you are right now, and what your current reality of life is, is based on those things, okay? And those things are keeping you, uh, are creating that reality. But when we go back and change that, that now frees up the energy or frees you up and you'll no longer have the self-limiting beliefs and stuff about yourself. Uh, or learnings from you. But the key element for me is that what we're really working on now is that even though we probably say we've got rid of 90% of the past stuff, what's actually stopping you is your beliefs and your guilt and your shame and about having the thing you want in the future. 
So now what we're actually doing now is we're removing future events. And the yeah. problem is, is that if you imagine, so I just want people, the viewers, imagine having the thing, the thing that you want to have, whether it be a perfect relationship, the business, the goal, the car, the house, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, just whatever your dream is. When you shut your eyes and think about having that thing and think about living it, being it, having it, when you shut your eyes and think about that, if you have any negative thoughts that come up or any negative feelings like, oh, that would be nice, but I don't deserve it, I don't feel good enough, what will other people think? Oh, no, I just don't, I, I want it, but they're the things that, literally the things that are stopping you from getting the things mm -hmm. you want. And yeah. so this whole law of attraction, change of vibration, yada, yada, yada stuff, I can categorically prove incorrectly because if you've got all your past stuff still there and that's going to be a problem. And if you've got all your future stuff, so when you think about having the thing that you want or being the person you want to be, if when you think about that future you and you feel guilty or you feel wrong or you feel ashamed of it or you're worried about what other people think or you feel an element of disgust or you're worried about losing, all of that stuff is now a future sabotage or future blocked yeah. For achieving and reaching your goals yeah. and so what we're now doing is now we like i said we, we got rid of 90 percent of your stuff but now what we're working on yeah. and have been is removing all of the stuff that that's getting in the way of the thing that you want we're now getting rid of the future stuff so when you think about doing and taking action towards your portal you're now no longer going oh yeah oh i want to but i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow <laughs> so now we're yeah. working on those things and that's why your goal is now becoming a realistic achievement. And now it's, now it's, you can smell it, you can touch it, you can feel it. Yeah. You can actually, it's a, it's now becoming a right reality there. for you. Oh, it smells really good yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. But that's where you're at. And, yeah. and, and, and unless, see a lot of people can go through life. will say, well, that person's lucky. Well, they, what they've got is that they haven't got any blocks in the way to achieve the things that they want. They don't have money mm -hmm. blocks. They probably weren't, were, brought, were brought up in the programming to uh, not have those things in the way. But other people yeah. can be brought up in the environment that say that money's hard and you have to yeah. work hard for a living and nothing comes easy. But if you've got that as a belief, then mm -hmm. when you start trying to go towards your goal in the future, yeah. and that's your belief, that's why you're never going to have the things that you want because your mm -hmm. belief is that and therefore your are So once you switch those beliefs off, the limiting beliefs, and all the guilt and the shame or the future sabotage of achieving your goals and your aspirations and having the thing that truly want and desire that's going to make you happy. Um, if you don't switch that guilt off, then 99% of the time, your goal and the thing you want will not come yeah. to fruition. And that's what- So, that's so what, this, this is the thing before- what, hey, This process is really good at doing. Sorry, go on, go. So, sorry. So this is the thing before when I was doing self-development before I met you, although it was fantastic, the ideas and it's a system that's put in place. And if you follow it, you know, provided you work on getting rid of your self-limiting beliefs and blocks, it will work. But if you don't, it won't. And for me, I was doing all this stuff and I was like, yeah, and I, and I, and I wrote this goal. I had this vision of this goal and I kept trying to, and I was like, oh, I just can't do it. So now I feel like that goal is real. And I'm stepping towards it. And as I'm stepping towards it, it's stepping towards me. Because like you say, we are getting rid of it's it, all of the reasons that, you know, I I never believed that I didn't think I was good enough to achieve it. You know, and all the things I know about me now that I've, I've held in my mind for pretty much my whole life was that I wasn't worthy of achieving a goal or I should feel guilty if I do because 
other people around me were maybe, you know, I grew up in an environment where people didn't have that much. So I almost felt guilty to succeed and be successful because they weren't being successful. And I, I, I grew up with them. So I should, in effect, you know, th these are the people that I know. These are the people that I love. Therefore, if I have a different belief to them, I don't belong there. And where do I belong? So we all, we all fit in. We all, we all mold into our environment. We become, our diet is, is not just the food we have. It's the people we surround ourselves with. It's the nutrition we put in our body. It's our exercise. It's the books we read. It's, it's everything to do with us. It's our environment. So yeah. I grew up in an environment where, you know, it, not many people did achieve much, but we were told it's where we're from. You don't often get a chance in life and blah, blah, blah. But I always had a dream. I was one of yeah. those people that always wanted to do it, but constantly got told, no, but that's not, that don't happen to us. Or why can't you just be content? you know, sitting watching EastEnders every Tuesday night, you know, and, and not, I always get told, and so many people in my life today, I'm fortunate, I've got a lot of amazing people around me that really nurture and encourage me and want to see me succeed, but I've also still got a load of people that go, Zoe, what is it you're searching for? Because, uh, you know, we're just happy with the life that we live, but, but why is it you want more? Why do you have to be the online health and fitness person that helps all these people? Why can't you just go work in a local gym? Because, my vision is to help people. Why don't you go and marry the local plumber, eh, Zoe? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was it? You need to... Yeah, I've been told that I should just settle down. What are you searching for in life? And, you know, a lot of people see me as being... I'm like the odd bod. I'm the odd one out because I'm, I'm the one that's always believed, which is why when I met you guys and I was like, oh, my God, if this works, that thing that I want, that's coming. It's going to happen. Because everybody yeah. told me that I was barking up the wrong tree, that I was thinking about something that didn't exist. It didn't mm. exist. Just because it didn't exist in their minds and yeah. they hadn't created this picture or this goal of this, they told me that, that, that it shouldn't exist for me. And I spent so many years, although I didn't want to believe them, I said, no, I can do it, I can do it. The truth is all of that crap went into my subconscious mind. So although I'm saying, yeah, I can do it, I can achieve it, on a conscious level when I'm speaking it, deep down inside of me, I'm not good enough. I can't achieve a goal because other people around me maybe haven't achieved something that they dreamed of. So I then feel guilty because they won't be my friend anymore and I won't fit in with them. So much stuff attached to it that we literally, I have literally been on, you know, the transformation program that you guys are creating. I've literally been on like that amount of sessions that you're going to provide in that now and and this is where i am today so i just you know urge people to make a commitment this thing is not a quick fix although it helped me every session that i did i felt better and better and life became better i i've literally taken what i'd call a <clears throat> excuse me a quantum leap now i've gone from there and i've just gone boom over there and i now know every time i have a session i don't take a little leap i take a massive leap and that's because I made a commitment to me, to healing me, um, you know, and when you guys told me this was going to work, I listened to you, you know, I had faith and I believed what you said and, and I trusted in that and because I believed in what you guys said and how this works and I believed in myself enough to to want to help myself and achieve these goals, that, that's why I'm here today and that's, that's why I'm getting these results I'm getting and why I'm so happy and why nothing is now going to get in my way in life. It's just not going to happen.
because I won't that's let fantastic. you. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, I'm so looking forward to seeing your business taking off and moving forward. That'll be fantastic. And that's, yeah. that's why me and Steve do this. We want, we, we, you know, we've done it for ourselves, done it for other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we want uh, everyone to, to move forward and be successful and mm-hmm. be happy in life. And the sad case is there's so many people out there like you were unhappy, miserable, but think they're okay, suffering yeah. in pain, not moving forward. Pretty much most of stuff. the population. <laughs> most of the population is. Yeah. As, as, as it was about, was it about 98%, only 2% of the population really succeed in life or something like that or yeah. Uh, yeah. whatever yeah, it is. But, yeah. but it has I mean, nothing to do with them. It's just to do with their blocks and their unconscious mind. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So, but the other thing so as well be, is that I think it's, for me, um, and this is where I tend to struggle a little bit with the general population, is always very much like me. And I see a lot, when I've, over the time that I've helped with, helped Zoe, I see a lot of similarities and that's in the mindset. And what it is, is that Zoe's willing to invest in herself, regardless of the cost. So outside of the investment that she's put into me, which actually, you know, it, it in the scheme of things, is not a massive, huge amount of investment. But, um, but she's also invested in other courses and programs as well. And Zoe's willing to invest in herself. But I think generally what most people do is they invest in the wrong things. They invest in yeah. a distraction, their social life, their drinking. They'll quite happily spend 50 quid on a, uh, on a gram of this. Or they'll quite happily spend uh, seven pounds a day on a bottle of wine and 10 pounds on a packet of fags. And then at the end of the week say, yeah, I know, but what, that amount of money for a session, I can't afford that. And so um, I think- You cannot put a price on your happiness. And put, you can't- The shit, crap food, the McDonald's, if you add all of that stuff up over a period of time, there's more than enough. But the thing is, is I just see that people aren't willing to invest in themselves. Well, they'll always make an excuse not to invest in themselves or they haven't got enough money. Well, actually that is just a myth. And it's whether you prioritize those things above mm. your own personal yeah. development, your dreams, your yeah. wishes, your aspirations, your mm. goals, your well-being, yeah. your health, or whatever. And I yeah. think the problem we've got is that society has flipped it, that consumerism mm. is the answer, and it isn't. Uh, happiness does not exist. Without your, uh, your, how you show up in relationships, it doesn't exist outside of you. Mm-hmm. It absolutely 100% exists inside of you. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem that we've got. Because someone would rather go and have a drink, go down the pub, go and blah, blah, blah. That's outside of them. Go to the gym, uh, whatever. Yeah. But actually, when we, if you're willing to invest in yourself and even for a short period of time to sacrifice that life and then concentrate on you to actually focus on you and sort yourself out, when you go back into integrating the world again, then all of a sudden your social life and your life is 10 times better. And I know that from my post experience. Yeah. You're a much better person. Mm. Yeah. You attract better people in your life. And so I just think we've got it back in front. Um, but the difference is you are and, and the other and is that you've been dedicated to do that. And that's why I think, you know, I'm so grateful that I've been able to help you with that. Mm. I've seen that in myself. And I've been doing this now for you know, quite a while. Well, I don't want to take it away from me, but that's what I see in you. And yeah. my successes that I've had is because of a similar mindset and a similar drive to what you've got and so we'll credit to you for for mm. being determined and wanting to be the best person of you and actually yeah. realizing what it is you want in your life and not making excuses for not having it blaming the yeah. blaming yeah. your the bloke you're with because you're not happy 
or, or you know, or or the job that you've got, or it's always external. Yes. And actually, if we take our power back to ourselves about that, then look where you are. That's the end result. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to add one thing. If I like, you know. People, so many people grumble about investing money in themselves. You know, if like, for example, I drink a supplement every day, it's like three quid for a powder sachet that I add to my water. You know, I don't try and sell that to my friends, but if my friend goes, oh, what's that? Oh, can you get, well, that's nice. How does that work for you? Do you want to get me some? I tell them the price and they'll kind of say, oh, that's a lot of money. It's the same price as a coffee in Costa Coffee. Then we've got health and then we've got poison. You know, what do you want to put in your body? If Costa Coffee asked you to, pay for all your coffees up front or, or the, or the uh, off-license asks you to pay for all your cigarettes for the month up front, you go, oh, I ain't paying for that. Do you know what I mean? So it's mad what people are happy to spend money on and then they won't. You know, for women, get their nails done, go to the hairdressers. I put my own home dye on six quid from the supermarket. I'd rather take an extra 50 quid out of that and put it towards my DTI. <laughs> but, you know, in general, people don't realise the importance of investing in themselves, their health. And this... People see health as exercise and food, nonsense. Health has to be on every level. And it's, although I've always been a very spiritual person and I've believed in, in, in you know, having a healthy mind, I never really understand, understood, sorry, the concept of, 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 of how powerful my mind is and how it affects the rest of my body. So out of all of the things that you could do, you need an equal balance. But if your mind is not healthy, your emotional mind, you can do whatever you want. You can eat the nutritious food. You can go to the gym. You can go have a facial. You can do all these healthy things that you think are good for you. You know, you can go to a yoga retreat for the weekend. You can do all of these things and none of them are going to matter at the end of the day. If you don't fix this part of you and have your mind healthy, nothing else is going to matter. I know people that have been you know you know visions of health their whole life and all of a sudden boom 35 and someone says you know they dropped down dead of a heart attack how the hell did that happen but yeah. then it turns out at home they had a really stressful life or they had a traumatic childhood i hear people often say oh yeah but you know i say to people i drink like five liters of water a day right and i when i say to people do you drink water someone said to me Oh, but you can drown yourself drinking too much water. This comes from a person that doesn't drink water, that drinks Coca-Cola every day. And they told me that you can kill yourself and, and, and drown your brain if you drink too much water. So they have been told that and then repeated that. I know that we need water to survive. Our body's 80% water. Therefore, we need to hydrate our body. So it's just, but when you tell people they it's how they they're just not happy to do the right things and i've i've had a response before where someone said oh but what's the point they've said to me zoe what's the point in being healthy and eating all this good food and exercising because that person that i knew that was the woman who worked in the gym and she was so fit nobody looked as fit as her she just dropped down dead last week literally and everyone shocked because she was so healthy and fit well i reckon i know what was going on must have been something on an emotional level because yeah, you know, yeah, if you don't right. put poison in your body and your mind has poison in it, the body is a manifestation of the mind. And I now understand the power of that. So from now on, anybody that comes to train with me, I will be telling them that they need to come and see you guys. You know, if they say I 
can't stick to a training program. I've never been a personal trainer that, because people say to me, I never, when people say, oh, yeah, I can't motivate myself, so that's why I want you to train me. I just say, well, no, the idea is I train you a couple of days a week. Within a month, you're only going to see me once a week. Then, then in two months, you're going to come and see me once a month. And I'm going to teach you to do it yourself because I'm going to pass my knowledge and education onto you so you can make habitual behaviors in your life, creating that positive and healthy lifestyle, you know, and then encourage it with your family as well. And you'll stick to it. If I keep you coming back to me because you need me, you're never going to learn. You're going to depend on me. So I teach people to go off and fly free by themselves and teach them how to be healthy and live a better life. But I used to actually refuse training people that you say, oh no, well, I can't do that at home because I blah, blah, blah. And I just say, but you can't. So those people now, I never wanted to train them because I knew they were never going to stick with it. And it's not my job. My job is to help people not to ring you in the morning and say, why haven't you got out of bed? Why are you being lazy? Yeah. Why are you having a bad day? That's not my job. My job is to share help and help people be yeah. healthy and happy. You know, so everybody that comes to me, make a note of this. If anybody gets in touch with me, you know, and you, you've, you've, um, you know, I, I am going to be encouraging emotional health to everybody now. And now I see how important it is. Yeah, I think I think the other thing is well, well, I, just want to, I just want to touch on something you said just a minute ago because it's where I, in a way, I think a little bit of where I came from back in the past. But for some reason, we think it's fashionable and trendy to damage ourselves. So it's funny and it's fashionable to go and pour as much drink down as we can, take photographs of our drink. Look at me. Look at my addiction. Oh, look at on it. For some reason, we find we get some sort of credibility or it's fashionable or it's some sort of achievement that we literally destroy ourselves. We destroy ourselves with our habits, our social life. And we actually wrap it up and disguise it. Yeah, but it's having a good time. And when you actually think about it and break it down, yeah, I'm all for having a good time. But actually, what we tend to do is we seem to have put a stigma on the fact that if we, it's really, really clever and trendy to just do as many bad things as possible to us. And for somehow, we will then, uh, we will then take photographs of that. And do you know what I mean? We seem to put that stigma on that, destructive yeah. behavior is fine and it's okay and it's trendy and it makes you a man or it gives you some sort yeah. of stature and i think you know a lot of us fall into that into that trap a lot of us and i see it around a lot of people and um yeah. and and once we move out of that once we move out of that and realize that that's when we can start taking a forward step as well because i don't think yeah. we ever stop and actually look at our behaviors what we do is we just make things okay that aren't okay mm. and i say this all yeah. the time and generally, it's because you probably have had experiences that make you have a lack of self-worth or self-belief that you're not good enough. Yeah. And actually, in fact, you're feeling so crap that you want to move away from it. So let's all get together. Let's drink. Let's go out drinking. Yeah. And, you know, so that's all I was going to say, really, is that it's just that we tend to have stigmatized and think it's really fashionable to do all the things that, that really aren't good for us at all. Whether it's yeah. drink, drugs. I, I mean, look, okay, at the price so. of a night out these days, someone could come and have a DTO session. They well, could, that's friends. right. Right, so we're going to have to wrap up there, guys, because we've been talking for quite a while now. So uh, so thank you, uh, uh, Zari, for coming on. That's fantastic. Thank Before you, you go, me. just if you could say one more thing to anyone viewing out of what you've learned in the past nine months work with Stephen, if you could say one thing to people watching, what would it be? You need to say yes. Yes to 
creating a better life for yourself, no matter if you're scared, no matter what other people are telling you, whether you think you've got an issue or you've not. If you wake up in the morning and you don't jump out of bed filled with joy, like, oh my God, I'm so happy I'm living today, let me get on with my day. If you are not that happy, there is something going on and you really do need to do this for yourself because I can't express, for me, this is a game changer, it's changed my life and I don't know where I'd be without this today. Um, I, ju I, I just want everybody to, even if you're feeling just a little bit stuck, but you don't know what's going on, you can't, you can't make it better because the, the key is we don't know what's going on with us. So you just need to get in touch with Steve and get in touch with Jonathan, just give it a try, you know, you know, find out about what they do, ring them up, speak to them, tell them a little bit about your life. And I'm sure that by the end of that phone call, if they just say yes to making contact with you, it's about just making the contact to begin with. Taking the first step towards healing themselves is making contact with you. Because once they make that commitment, they're in. As soon as they speak yeah. to you, they're in. Great, thank you, I appreciate that. And I just wanna say uh, a big uh, congratulations to Steve because uh, everyone watching this can see how amazing Zoe is now. And that's still a lot of hard work on both their parts. And I'm very proud of Steve for uh, learning the technique and being able to do it on people uh, to the ability that he does it. He's absolutely superb at doing this. And he's helped not just Zoe, but so many, so many people um, uh, from me teaching him this, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Uh, so well done, Steve, for helping Zoe change change her life. That's that's incredible. Um, and, there, uh, and in nine months, I mean, that's... Uh, that's uh, most people take years. I'm to committed, Jonathan. I'm committed. There's no stopping me. You are committed. That's <laughs> I'm right. gonna, That's I'm gonna help you heal the world. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. If you could help that, it'd be great. So, actually, on that note, do you have a website, Zoe? What is your um, my website? Do you know what? I will share the link with you guys as soon as I've got it, but it's just actually being built at the moment, so it's That's gonna be in a couple of weeks. So, yes. Great. We'll look, we'll look forward to getting that. Lovely. Um, uh, so we'll post it out as soon as, as, as that goes live um, uh, and tell people all about that. And uh, if you want to contact me or Steve, you can contact Steve at healingmind.co.uk or you can contact me at decodingpain.com or you can contact both of us at our mutual website at uh, inside what is it, Steve? Inside out. Inside hyphen out effect. <laughs> inside out effect. <laughs> yeah. Inside, yeah, don't forget the dash. We've got a, it's inside-outeffect.co.uk. All right, inside-outeffect.co.uk. Uh, you can contact me or him on any of those platforms or you can catch us on Facebook. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed the podcast and you learned some things and hopefully Zoe's story will uh, give you motivation and give you hope to change your life because one of the first things that uh, I know that I do in my life with my clients and what Steve does with his is give people hope because by the time people have got to us, they have lost hope. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hoping that Zoe's story will give everyone hope who are still struggling and still stuck. So on that note, I'd like to say thank you again, Zoe, for joining us. Really thank great. You. We will get you on again. I'm sure. Hope you won't have to wait another 27 episodes. Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. Yeah, I just would like to uh, say thank you. Thanks ever so much, Zoe, for, for, for doing that, which I really appreciate it. No, it's been, it's been my pleasure. Honestly, anything I can do to help you guys, you've helped me so much. It is unbelievable. So I am truly grateful and indebted. You're proud of yourself, girl. You've done, well, you've done great. Yeah, you've I'm done proud great, of you two being such geniuses. <laughs> I mean. Well, he did it, he did it not me. Um, so, <laughs> no, no. 
Well, so. to be quite honest, John, I wouldn't have been able to do it without you, in all fairness. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, in the last, I wouldn't be able to do that without, you know, without you coming up with the process. And, you know, so, you know, I think it's, I think it's a team effort and, uh, and that's how it should be for everybody. I mean, everyone that's involved, everyone, every, it's a team effort and it's all, it should always be a team effort. And it should always be about, you know, the betterment of the other person. And, um, and that, you know, and it's, and I think that's the most important thing. It's not about any one individual, really. I think, you know, no. uh, that's the biggest problem in the world is that we are just so self, self, self. And realistically, it's, it's more about giving and helping others. And they then go on to help more people. And it's, it's viral. Yeah. And that's my belief. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. So, I agree. Yeah. So thanks again, Jay, for joining. And uh, I think you've done great, great bit of hosting today, mate. Do you think so? Think they could, okay, I might, maybe I'll host a bit more in the future. Maybe I'll, I'll be brave. I think you're the better host. Uh, right, so everyone, uh, on that, I, I couldn't come up with the names for you as a host that you come up for me. I couldn't I bet you, I'll tell you what, I bet you could. What are you, the Wit and Wolf? They would be nice. I'm the Wit and Wolf this week. Yeah, I don't think I could come up with them as well. I'll try for next time. I'll try and come up with a name for you. Yeah. Oh, right. well, I, I don't actually really want to hear them, to be quite honest. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you might not want to hear the ones that I might come up with. But yeah, no, no, no. I'll, <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll try and see how far I get. All right. Uh, on that note, folks, take care. It's a good night from me. Zoe. And Steve and Zoe. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Yeah, thanks a lot. Cheers. Thank you very much. Have a, have a great evening. Take care. Bye.